Hey guys, it's Brianna, and I am joined by my friend and co-host, Christina. Hi, everyone. And you are listening to Oh Brother, your favorite Big Brother podcast. Listen as we discuss all of the alliances, backdoors, and twists you love to watch. We're back. We've got two episodes to cover, Wednesday and Thursday. We've got Shauna here. Hola. And we're just going to jump right in, because why the hell not? So at the top of the episode, Jag returns from the nether region and decides to send Bowie. No, he decides to have a weird house meeting where he says, I don't even have a message to read. Yeah, it's been very strange every time someone comes back from the nether. Like, the first person obviously had something to say, like a little note. Actually, Corey did too. Corey got a note. Um, yeah, Corey had a note. And then I think the way they edited Jared's made more sense. They showed the little tube coming, like right after. Yeah, and he was like saying that he had to bring, um, he had to send someone else later. So they kind of did like, I don't know if I want to call them meetings, but like he went around and started talking to people about it. But then Jag gets back and they host a meeting and he's just like, I don't have shit to tell you. I have no information, <laughs> but here I am. am standing in front of the couches while you all sit there and it was really weird and i was like maybe he just started to do that because that's the last two have gone but then when bowie came back she did the same thing yeah and it so, just eats into the like live episodes yeah really weird um but he decides to send bowie and the consequence is that she can't compete in the veto but bowie don't give a shit she is like okay I'll i mean go. give her a little credit she did say that she volunteered because she was afraid that Red would go otherwise. And for some reason, she wanted Red playing. This is true. Maybe she thought Red had a better chance at winning a veto than she did or something. Yeah, that was my take on it, at least. Um, but, but otherwise, there's not much going on up there. Yeah, it's just so funny that, like, he said it to her and she's like, oh, yeah, sure. She didn't even try to be like, no. She's like, oh, yeah, sure. Go, let's go for it. I saw a tweet today and somebody was saying that... Um, if you asked Bowie to self-evict, she'd say yes. <laughs> and honestly, I think you could convince her to sacrifice her game for you. So if it comes down to it, maybe somebody can use that to their advantage. Then we see like the conversation between Heisen and Matt where Heisen basically tells Matt, if you get picked for a veto and you win and use it on Riley, it's going to be really bad for you. It's going to look like you're in a showmance. Basically, don't do that or else. And Matt was very off put by that. And... This is kind of starting to show a little of what we saw on feeds that was like Hysom's way of kind of rubbing people the wrong way and saying things in such a way that belittles other people and makes them feel like he just wants to have control over everything. Whereas I think he thinks he's coming off as like, here's my advice, like, I have this information for you. I'm trying to help you. But to everyone else, it's coming off as like mansplaining, trying to control the game yeah, and like telling me what's to, good for me. He's trying to be like articulate and show that he can provide value and he's not a floater. But it's coming off condescending. He's doing it in like the most backwards way. Yeah. As if everyone in that house doesn't have a million like important valid things to say. Like we see Mimi kind of keeping it to herself unless it's asked of her right like in the dr she'll say okay this is what i'm seeing happening this is what i think is right but 
when she's in a room with people. She kind of keeps it to herself because right now there's so many people that like the best thing you can do is shut the fuck up. Yeah. Whereas Hysom is over here giving sermons and like telling everyone what they need to be doing. So then we had the POV players, as you know, were Hysom, Cameron, Riley, Matt, American Blue. Blue was Riley's choice for house guest choice. So at this point, like it seems likely that Riley's going to be good because every single person that she's aligned with is playing this veto except for Hysom. Yeah, but, I would go as far as to say it seems impossible that she doesn't get pulled off the block. Yeah, like literally if I were her, and they say obviously never to be comfortable in Big Brother, but if I were her and I saw that veto pull, I would be like, oh, I'm good. Yep. And the fact that they then went into that competition and all blew it and Heisen won is so embarrassing. <laughs> like, just so embarrassing. Sure is. I mean, at least they weren't, they didn't all lose by like a, landslide i mean he, well we don't know that solid we only saw three of the well times. i mean at least some people were close enough. that's true it wasn't yeah. like eight minutes eight minutes a minute and 45 i think him and whoever came in second maybe it was blue um was were like, only like 30 seconds apart yeah so yeah you're right i don't think it was blue it, it was, the top three were heisem cameron and blue oh but i think i think you're right it might have been cameron that was next and then blue was like a minute out from because we were surprised remember when they showed her in the episode we were like she seems like she's going so slow yeah. and then when they showed her time yeah, she was definitely third because we riley like, looked at cameron after and he was kind of like oh i got so close yeah so it's almost like you wish that you just ran quicker in between the little tasks because heisem was frantic and like moving and grooving and i guess cameron was too he was probably the only other person that i was like okay he's really trying to go for it yep. but the rest of them seemed like they were more concerned about like figuring out the task and then we're kind of like taking their time or just that not going as quickly as some of the other people hmm. which that's all that matters in something like that like yeah it's gonna probably take most people about the same amount of time to figure it out but you shave off seconds by sprinting from one thing to the next. Yeah. Overall, very cool comp, though. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot, too. I don't think it was fair that Matt was essentially forced to do something that, like, is very difficult for him. And I just feel like it was a weird choice to have this competition on season where you know you have somebody who's disabled, but at the same time, I guess there's only so much they can do. There was, like, an article that I think it was E.T. put out about all of the stuff that they did ahead of the season to make the house accessible for Matt. And a lot of it I was like very impressed by. They were talking about like they brought him in the house ahead of the season and like tested out the audio and the DR and stuff. But then obviously we saw the first vote and like he was confused. So I'm like, is that more on him or them? Like we don't really know as viewers. It came off as like, oh, they were not prepared to like make it so he could hear what Julie was saying. But then I read that article and at least the way it came off from the producers was that like they did everything that they could to make it accessible for him. So I don't know, for me it was frustrating seeing him play that competition just because I feel like he shouldn't have had to, but there's also sometimes nothing they can do. Yeah, I just think that the if you look at it at a micro level, it seems that way, but when you think of, like, the whole of the game isn't just 
competition so i'm like there's gonna be yeah. an equity across and like i get that his disability is more black and white but i just feel like some people go in and they have like terrible social games but they can like crank out comps so i'm like i don't know i don't think it can like be so detrimental that he has like an unfair disadvantage in the game just because of the one comp yeah and, like, and hopefully that, that will be picked. yeah and hopefully that'll be the only competition like that like i don't see yeah, them if doing they made that them all. format again <laughs> that would be wild yeah um agreed i'm curious to see how he does in some of the future like physical competitions and stuff because i think that's where he'll shine and maybe make up for some of this other stuff especially where like with the social game it's harder for him i think in like group settings and stuff so as the game goes on if he's still there like that's gonna get easier for him hopefully mm-hmm. and then he can hopefully make up some ground on like competition wins because guys like him i feel like like to have a big resume like that at the end um, my favorite part of this competition was the band Joseph in the background, which they called out like four times in the episode. They really wanted you to know that Joseph was there in the background. I like the idea that someone from Big Brother reaches out to him and is like, oh, watch the episode. Like you'll be referenced, but like gives no indication as to like how much or why or how. And then you like tune in live and you're like, OK, not only was I the only one that was in the competition for like no apparent reason (laughs) but it was in the most obscure way possible yeah i would have died if i were him watching that Um, i hope they send it to him my god yeah they should or they should send it to like whoever in the house is most excited to see that there was a banjo (laughs) stuff which seems like it might have been cameron yeah cameron (laughs) or he just said it first (laughs) um the other thing i noticed was and they didn't like call this out at all but they kind of did some nods to it. There was a Wack Street Girls poster in the background, and they kept doing that. Yeah, yeah. which they used for Wack Street, and they also used that during the celebrity season where what's his face from the um, the boy band in sync or Backstreet Boys, Chris, whatever the fuck his name was. Um, when he was on, they used that sound too as like the boy band sound. <laughs> But every time they used it during that competition, I had a little flashback to the, which I think they were the Rack, Wack Street Boys. I thought so too, because I think it was like. It was Jason, Vanessa, and someone else. Was it Johnny Mac? Is that uh, the yeah, same season? I think I'm like, I was been. only picturing Johnny Mac and you named the other two. <laughs> I'm fairly certain it was Johnny Mac. Um, but that poster said Wack Street Girls on it which is funny well it's the scramble verse yeah so that's that's probably fair yeah i bet that is why i didn't even think of that watching this competition back i was very confused by the fact that feeds were down for like 18 hours for it i'm like was that just a symptom of them trying to set up the sound so that it worked for matt but like why would feeds have to be down for that because this was in that like weird room separate room from the house so you'd think if that were the case they would just have been showing us the house. You know what? They, they maybe it. they did during those eighteen hours. They just filmed everyone going into that room and laying in that bed, so that oh my god, regardless imagine. of who got picked to go to the nether region, <laughs> they would have a clip of them coming back. That's a funny theory, but I don't think it would work like continuity wise because Why? of like outfits and like who cares? Have you paid any attention to who's a- come back and like what? No, but I feel like I would notice if you used a clip of, like, Jared from now versus Jared, like, eight weeks from now, if the nether is still a thing. That's nuts. I would have... I would never notice. Eight I weeks mean, their hairs, Their hairs change. Like, they look different. No. 
I'm going to, I would challenge you later in the summer slash fall to pull up two images of them and ask me which one came from. Which one came first? July and which one came from. Okay, we'll do it. October. No way in hell I And when it. Blue has like two inches of roots at the top of her head, you're not going to tell the difference? Between? Not in a quick little, half the clip is like them getting like blipped in. It's like. Vroom. I know. I just don't think from a production standpoint, they would do it. But if they were smart, they would. they would, then they wouldn't have to cut the feeds a bunch. I know it's very frustrating that this nether shit that like every time they have to film a little stupid ass clip they have to cut these it's very obnoxious yeah it's the worst theme they've done in a while uh-huh. I just don't give a shit about it at all yeah it's not a good twist like it doesn't affect the game enough for it to matter and like if I would be less annoyed by it if like we got to see them in the nether region for some reason because I'm like otherwise like what's the point of it yeah I want to see that I-, I liked the power aspect of it um and how you have to think through like would i rather get rid of someone on the other side but what if i give them a positive power like that's all interesting but i don't need to see so much discussion about it i guess and it's weird that like they know the consequence before sending someone i kind of wish it was like yeah you don't know if it's gonna be positive or negative when you send someone there yep i think that'd be cooler but anyways heisum decides not to use his veto and in his speech told everyone to vote Riley out, which sent the house into a massive spiral on feeds. Obviously, we don't get to see um, what the speeches were. It was as if he said the most atrocious thing to her. He, She was crying. Everybody else was like, that was uncalled for, blah, blah, blah. He was kind of walking it back and being like, I he think I went a, too far. Yeah, he did a full apology tour. He cried to Riley and was like, I'm so sorry. He was had a full like apology to Jag because Jag's close to Riley. Gave Jag like a 10 minute long hug. It was very intimate and I felt really weird watching it on feeds. I was like, uh, I feel like I shouldn't be watching this right now. What's happening? And so I'm watching this thinking I will laugh if it's nothing major and it truly was nothing major <laughs> like yeah he called out that he wants riley to be evicted that he's her target sure i guess you could say that's like brutal in the realm of big brother because like your big brother life is on the line but it's nothing we have not seen in the past like it's it's not yeah like he... i personally would have been the most upset by the implication that i was the reason the house split like i was doing some yeah. sort of dictator type shit the way that he was actually ironically doing it i wouldn't have even really cared that he said like you're my target i think that's a common thing in big brother to be like yeah i'm hoh and my target's this person yeah and i expect all of you guys but for you to be like oh i want to reset the house like basically like you made it clicky in here yeah like you ruined the dynamic that's kind of more personal than game like yes some of it's strategy but i would be like you think personally like i wanted to kind of like leave people out of this alliance or make people outcast or whatever um, but they didn't even seem to really be harping on that part as the house guests at least yeah and like I totally get Riley being upset by it he just called you out your name and like yeah and you're just emotional but everybody else being so upset like even people on Heisem's side were upset by what he said and I just found that kind of strange because you would think that you know assuming you're working with him you would want him to put all of the you know emphasis on getting Riley out versus like I don't trying to do like niceties and all, and all that in your speech. I don't know. I need you to input the clip of Mimi here. Oh my god, I love her so much. She her reaction to how all of this stuff went down was so funny. 
because obviously we saw that like they tried to flip the vote and everything and it seemed like a sure thing on feeds like there was a solid 12 hours that it was basically guaranteed it was i feel like it was even longer than that it was like it started and then all of like i'd say all of tuesday it was set in stone like they were for sure doing it and then wednesday came around and they were like just kidding we're not and mimi was part of the reason she was one of the people that was on the fence and her reaction to the flip is just so funny like she talked to herself alone in the dr um in the storage room which has become a habit for her about how like yeah they don't really like the way heism is is moving but he can say anything to me and i will still vote riley out because He's on our side. He's winning competitions. Like, we need him at this point, basically. And it would be stupid because he has no reason to come after any of them. If our alliance gets rid of Hysom, what alliance do we have? Let's just be realistic about this. Like, why will we even be having an idea of getting rid of Hysom next week? For us, for everybody else, it makes sense, right? It was a interesting speech to say the least but it was a speech and it was the truth like (laughs) what what are we what are we talking about why is this an issue why is this a problem why can we not just keep it together for seven days i love y'all but y'all y'all do not have that thing that just keeps shit together we have to keep it together we can't make it through one solid week without adding a new person to an alliance then considering adding two new people to the alliance and then after we have our first meeting as an alliance then the litter of the alliance goes and says to hell with this alliance i don't give a damn what he said he could have said my mama is fat bald head her booty stank. Mm-hmm. It sure do. And Riley still gotta go. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm stupid. I'm dumb. I'm ugly. All of that. Yep. Okay. That's fine. And Riley still gotta go. Which is smart. Me watching feeds and watching the episodes, I'm all here for a flipped vote. Like, I was excited to see some drama. But as somebody actually playing the game, I think Mimi had like the best take on it from her point of view. Yeah, Jag even tried to like form a new alliance to try to save Riley. He was pitching a Sari, Felicia, Corey, Riley, Matt, him thing, assuming Riley stayed and was kind of just like grasping at straws. But it started it started to work like I don't know if those people necessarily would have worked with him, but they were all on board for the flip because they didn't like the way that Heisem was kind of running the house. They had a meeting in the HOH room with Heisem, their office hours, as the professors have been calling it. And it really came off as like, he's the dictator. These are his minions. He's telling them like, and I watched it on feeds and they did do a good job of getting the overall feeling across in the episode. I will say they took some liberties with the edit. There was like one part in the episode where he like, they made it seem like he cut off Bowie. He didn't actually cut off Bowie, but that was the energy. Like he was very much being like, 
no new alliances, no named alliances. If you are working with someone, you have to come report it back to the group. Wouldn't let anyone get a word in edgewise unless he directed a question at them. And I think that just added to everybody feeling like he was dictator of the house. Didn't make anyone feel very good. Oh my gosh, can we talk about Cameron telling Jared that he has discovered a duo that he thinks, or a a family relationship, someone in the house, and Jared's like, oh shit. And he's like, don't you think Felicia is related to Denzel Washington? The way he presented it was just so funny. He's just adamantly believes it the most out-of-pocket thing i'm like he's losing his mind i'm just i don't know it's it's even funnier knowing that like he thinks he's come up with this grand reveal of like oh my gosh that means people in the house are related to somebody famous just like frankie and ariana like did that thing but meanwhile you're telling it to the kid who's in the house with his mom and they have the same fucking face same face and you don't see it but felicia is definitely related to denzel washington as if that matters for the game in any way like yeah i hadn't even picked up either on that like the irony of that that he was talking to jared when he said that so funny and then i think you had said at one point you were like okay cameron like you think that's the twist well who are you related to yeah this whole thing was ever maybe everyone Everybody. in the house is related to someone. It's like, well, that doesn't make sense. Are you are you the only one? Is it just trying to like pull one over on you? And you figured it out? Look at you go. <laughs> so stupid. Oh my gosh. So Heisen was of course having like all of his meetings between, you know, Vito and everything. And he has this weird obsession with the idea of America winning an endurance competition. And he they put a little clip of it in the episode, but the amount of times that I saw him having conversations with America where he was telling her, you know, we have to work together because you're going to win all the endurance competitions. Like, you're built for it. He's telling her all this stuff. And I don't necessarily think he's wrong. Yes, somebody who's, like, physically fit, but a little bit on the smaller side tend to win like the wall comps or things like that we have to hold on for a while but that's not a sure thing by any means maybe he just has nothing else to say to her yeah i don't know what it is but he like really thinks no other common ground that she's gonna win and he kept saying it over and over again he was convinced that the upcoming hoh was gonna be endurance and um it wasn't they gave like a little quick little glimpse of it during the credits at the end of the episode and it looked like a crapshoot comp but he really thought his girl america was going to win him ne- for him next week and keep him safe but anyways riley's eviction her speech was stressful one of the worst things i've ever had to watch to be honest yeah i was a felt secondhand embarrassment for her like, I used to hate when Christmas would do her speeches. Like, she was bad, couldn't present it, but at least her thoughts were like, 
I don't know. You can tell she had thought about it mm-hmm. and it didn't just all fall out of her head. Riley did what I hate when people on my teams do and like work and stuff is like you just you panic and then you're like, oh my God, I'm the worst. I'm like, stop. Just starts blubbering. Just shut up, take a breath and like move on. Or if you can't think of what to say, be like, I hope you all vote for me to stay. Thank you and sit down. Yeah. Like, if you don't have shit to say and you've lost your train of thought, just close it out, girl. Yeah. I love you guys all so much. It's been so much fun. Uh, please consider voting for me. Yeah. Blanket statement. Call it a day. Like, you already... She also already knew she was going home. It was so clear in her speech by the way she was speaking that yeah. she knew she was going. So, like, what do you really have to say that's so important for you to stand up there and be like, oh, my God, I'm so bad at this, but Julie, blah, blah. Oh, my God. I'm like, can you stop, please? Thank you. She was evicted unanimously, which is pretty brutal. But when she went out to talk to Julie, she told Julie that she told them not to, like, vote for her. I'm kind of still surprised that, like, Matt or Jag didn't throw her one sympathy vote. But I guess if she said, like, don't bother, then maybe they felt okay with not doing it. I was also very surprised that once she got out on the stage in front of a live audience and was talking to Julie that she did a far better job at speaking. Oh yeah, she seemed so cool, calm, and collected there. But when she was like, making her speech, you can't talk speech, in front of a TV and like fifteen people that you've been around for two and a half weeks, but. and you had time to prepare. Versus like Julie's just throwing cr- random questions at you. You don't know what she's gonna ask. Oh wait, we've already gotten to the eviction episode. And we didn't talk about the most jarring two things that happened, which were Julie Chen wearing pants. Oh shit, yeah, and a blazer for god knows what reason oh and the god part wasn't intended but it's funny that i said it um for truly god knows what reason and her walking towards the 99th camera oh, in the shit. audience i forgot about that yeah julie like, get back on that stage julie julie's outfit was very unsettling like it was fine it looks on its base okay. like all right fine color choices were awful it didn't suit her well fifth like, grade picture day literally like fifth grade picture day or something i would wear in eighth grade thinking i looked like cute and preppy to like some event and i like to think julie's kind of like it's chen bot i like to think that she's on a track up there she can only go in like this little like v certain area yeah all of a sudden it's like they got an extra budget and they just like let her veer right off into the the audience you assume she has her marks on the stage she just moves to her mark she does her thing and then all of a sudden she's fucking coming at the camera and i'm like julie i I don't need to see you that close up you're beautiful but like get back back on there steps girlfriend yeah, she was weirdly in front. Like, you could see the crowd behind her. And it was so clear that they told them, like, don't turn around and look right in the camera. They look like statues. Which is so funny. Like, don't look at the person who's speaking. Yeah, it's so look weird. Look at the empty like, stage. Look at the stage with, like, the fucking I get why. font. It, it would have been be equally weird. as unsettling if a bunch of faces were just turned around staring at you. Yeah, like, eyeballing the camera. But, yeah. But just don't do that, Julie. Stay where you're supposed to stay. <laughs> if we, if you want to show that there's a live audience, just cut to the live audience and they're clapping like you <laughs> usually do and keep it moving. It was very weird. I forgot about that. She did well in her interview with Riley, though. She felt a little bit less awkward than I feel like she's been with yeah. some of the other evictions. And Riley did do well overall. Yeah. And she gave us the reaction we've been looking for. Oh, my gosh, yes. When Julie revealed that Suri and Jared are mother and son, she gave us like the perfect surprise shocked face so i appreciated that um i feel like kirsten got had the surprise but it was more like a aha moment like oh shit like that makes sense whereas riley was just like floored yeah i just i can't wait till we get to jury because i much prefer 
post-jury goodbye messages. Mm-hmm. Because there's strategy to it now. Yeah. Right now, I'm just like, I don't give a shit about what you guys have to say. Like, you'll talk to her later. Yeah. They're like, oh, we can't wait to hang out with you in Nashville. And then Heisem is weird shit about, like, you've got a heart of gold or something. And I was like, please stop. Yeah. Riley, if you're seeing this, that means you've been evicted. I'm not sure why you put us on opposite sides. But regardless, one, you are worthy. And two, you are pure gold. So weird. I just, I need, like, a good... uh, farewell message like ian's quack pack one or like classic will and boogie chill town's calling yep uh, or britney <laughs> mocking it with the bring bring i'm like this these aren't giving anything i don't you're talking talk to america don't talk to each other <laughs> yeah i also would like to clarify america meaning us not yes. American house. the united um, states of <laughs> sort of a tangent have you seen the um it's time for America's vote tweets that have been going around. Yes, I have. There's one account that's been splicing together the it's time for America's vote and America, the player's actual votes every time. And even though I know how she votes every time, I still watch it because yeah. I think it's funny. But yeah, Riley's interview was good. I am surprisingly more sad to see her go than I thought I would be. I didn't like her necessarily as a player, but as a character, I liked her a lot. And I think she probably would have brought a little bit more fire that that side needs right now. But um. yeah, it's weird because she's only one person. But the way I foresee it going is, as we've already been kind of seeing, is that younger side sort of dissolving and trying to figure out where they fit in as kind of like a plus one to the core professors group, kind of the cookout strategy. And I'm sure they're aware of it at this point. But I think if she had stayed, maybe that wouldn't have happened. So I'm like, depending on who gets HOH, you kind of want to see a shot taken at the older side of the house just to kind of even things and not lead us down that path of, okay, it's just like this core eight that are going to pick off maybe like four or five people. And then, you know, we finally get something in a month from now. And like, that's great if you're rooting for that side. But I would say at this point, I am rooting for the majority side, at least most of the people on that side. But I don't want to see a steamroll just because it's boring to watch. That's my thing. Like, I really only disliked Riley. So I'm like, I kind of like the younger side, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I do tend to have favorites on the older side. Like, I really like Izzy and I really like Mimi. But I like Jag and I like Matt. Right. I really like Red now. Just like... Hot take? I don't know. For what reason? I don't know. I don't dislike him. I'm just surprised to hear you say that. I don't like him on the aired episodes because he hasn't he's, really gotten that much time either. Yeah, but I know episodes. he's going to do his little like hillbilly shtick. Uh-huh. The same way that I don't like Blue on the aired episode, she does her like Gen Z K-pop shtick, mm-hmm. which like she's trying to make it as an influencer. Like get that bag, do what you got to do. <laughs> but I don't like seeing it because it's so different than when you're in the house and like your real personality works so much better um and red was a recruit so he has like i don't know i think he has like a half a million or a million like tiktok followers so he does that like oh you mean he wasn't recruited from the polar express (laughs) no he was not recruited from the polar express (laughs) but you're gonna need to provide context (laughs) riley i guess made a comment to him while she was on the block mind you that red reminds her of the bearded redheaded man from polar express if you don't know who i'm talking about literally just search like polar express beard and you'll see a clip of it a picture of red yeah 
And it is not a flattering comparison. She was like, I hope, like, she's like, has anyone else ever said this to you before? She's like, I hope you don't take this the wrong way. And he's like, nobody's ever said that. But then he walked it back and was like, I'm kidding. Like, I have gotten that before. I was All like, the time. stop. Please leave him alone. Yeah, I just like his social interactions. I don't really have much thoughts on his game yet because I think he's been able to just kind of stay on the outskirts of whatever alliances he's in but he just seems like a genuine dude when he is talking uh, now i'm gonna end up getting like he's gonna uh, say something yeah he's gonna say some like terrible shit. thing and go home but <laughs> i don't know he just seems genuine i get that vibe too actually yeah now that i think about it like and i think it's a symptom of the redneck hippie thing like if he was fully like redneck hillbilly i think he would annoy the shit out of me yeah but because he's got more of that chill side to him where like yeah one day you'll see him walking around with his like overalls and then the next day he's in like a tie-dye shirt or like a coordinated white fit with like a bucket hat Mm -hmm. i'm like oh this is kind of fun to see like the duality of his personality whereas like a lot of the time i feel like they cast that type of guy and it's just like your standard redneck like and that's what he's gonna get when he's in drs and on the air yeah because they want him to be that character they want him to be that character he's leaning into it because that's how he probably makes money at home so it's like why wouldn't you give the people what they want um but i think i heard Corey talking about that in the house too today where he was like i just don't really like when people on the live episode are in kind of character and i think they're saying it about both red and blue because she had like the pigtails and the i mean obviously you're gonna get dolled up for yeah eviction i would do i want to look my best but i like them in the house more than on the aired episodes solid call out for anyone who doesn't watch the feeds um so i mentioned it earlier but towards the end of the episode they showed during like the credits the setup for the hoh and it was giving like super mario vibe it looked very cool. I think that what people have kind of determined is that it looks like a crapshoot comp, which I think is this is a good time in the season to do something like that because there are so many people and they don't want to like front load with too many physical comps. They don't want to front load with too many mental comps right away. So it's a good time to do it and kind of shake up who's in power because I feel like these are an opportunity for people who might not be stronger in some areas to get a win. It's also good for this point in the season when there's like a lot of game going on because Mm -hmm. it's not going to eat up too much of what's the next episode going to be Sunday's episode. Yeah. Because it doesn't take that long. Right. They're just going to chuck something. Versus like if you're sliding up and down a ramp trying to fill your bucket for 12 hours. Like they've got to kind of draw that out in the episode a little bit more. Yep. Um. Julie also made the call out that the pressure cooker competition will return for the following HOH. So it's not the one that you'll see coming up, but the the week after. And that there's a scary verse twist. I'm very excited to see pressure cooker again. I saw someone also say that it was very dirty of them to bring it back the exact week that Kaser like was evicted the his season or something, yeah. which I don't think was a conscious choice, but just funny how that works. I would like to throw out my scary verse theory. Okay, go for it. I think that they'll have either the Nether Gorgon or that man that followed Brett around as the grandma, <laughs> and they'll be getting tickled. 
that would be hilarious to watch and would also make a competition that in the past has lasted like 16 hours probably last like an hour yeah which would be better for feeds being down unless we get to watch it on feeds i'm not sure how that works um i think they julie probably would have said if it was going to be on feeds in the episode and i don't think she did so well there's still we'll see. time yeah they might announce it like on social or in an episode between now and then yeah um so I guess we'll see. I hope it's on feeds just because stuff like that is is competition-wise more fun to watch in real time. Um, similar to how they do like the wall comp, you get to watch it in real time usually. Mm-hmm. My scary verse twist theory off the bat initially was that they were going to do it in like the pitch dark. Yep. But that if they do decide to do it on feeds i don't know how that would work i guess they could still use like the night vision cameras and it might be fine but i think if the dark would like add much difficulty that's the thing i'm like it would have to be darkness maybe there's like bugs yeah it would have to be like you can't see and there's something gross or like you can't see and there's something that's gonna scare the shit out of you it'd be cool if they gave you like okay five minute warning in five minutes we're dropping like x y or z creepy thing you can get out so it's like you'd have to that would be cool. Decide, Decide. if you're like, okay, I can't, I can't do it. I have to let go. Commit or not. Versus just like standing there. Uh-huh. Give me a break. You can stand forever. Yeah. It Where it gets hard is um, the bathroom for most people. Most people cave when they have to pee. But like, I'm sorry, I will piss my pants. The only problem with that is if I piss my pants and I did not win, embarrassing, hate that. I still think they disqualify you because you said last time that they couldn't sleep. And I know you said that that other guy peed in a competition, but like the rules of the comp weren't like you can't pee here. If it's like you can't go to the bathroom or sleep, I would think that counts. Well, it's just that you can't take your hand off the button or go to sleep. So if you take your hand, like if you have to go to the bathroom, you have to take your hand off the button. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So like, well, it depends on the yeah how they're phrasing it. Yeah, is it the, is I think it the concept usually, of going like physically, physically going, going to the bathroom or going to the bathroom as in peeing. leaving. Oh yeah, I see. You know no, I, mean? I think I think the way that it's worked in the past is the only rules are you can't take your hand on the button off the button. You can't sit down. Well, why did no one pee their pants for like I guess back then it was half a mil, but for three quarters of a million dollars I'd there have dance. been at least two people that have done it during the pressure during um during just endurance yeah. comps in general i mean during that i don't that know about one. pressure cooker because i only saw that in i didn't watch that one on feeds i only saw it in the episode and like when jackson did it they didn't show it in the episode yeah um so i imagine they probably wouldn't have shown it but my thing good. is if you pee during the competition and you lose horrifyingly embarrassing why'd you do that if you do it and you win epic you're like i did everything that i had to do i even pissed my pants to get this win which is so funny to me like i think it's more embarrassing to be like i got out two hours in because i had to pee right that's true i guess yeah that's fair yeah that's fair (laughs) like ever the longest person lasted 16 hours and you were like well i I left too much water and i peed had to take a tinkle yeah (laughs) embarrassing yeah embarrassing I always wonder how much BB tells them before competitions like that. Like, do they say, like, don't chug water before? Probably no. not. Um, but do they say, like, hey, everybody get on your athletic gear and go to the bathroom? 
Or like, because otherwise, I think if I were in the house, I would always try to go to the bathroom right before I went outside. (laughs) I would never have even known this was a comp until the BB-25 like reunion episode or whatever the hell you want to call it. Celebration, anniversary. Anniversary. There you Um, go. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I got it first. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I just Um, confirmed it. (laughs) I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, I I mean just in general though, like endurance, like if I was, oh like, yeah, I guess you could think it was gonna be the wall comp. Or yeah, something. like any endurance comp, I'd be scared. Which they like, probably do all pay before wall comp doesn't last as long, but still, in my mind, I'd be like, I don't need anything that's gonna like distract me. Also, you know how you have to pee when you're gonna go play hide and seek. Yes, like right. nervous pee. I would think going into a live eviction, I would have to pee before because I would just be like, I'm gonna be a little antsy. That's true. So maybe they're already out. Their bladders yeah, they probably cracked. naturally just pee before a live episode. I'm ready to go. But. Um, I think I'm more excited for this cast to play the type of competition where you pick the next two people to go against oh, yeah. each other. Because it has it shows your loyalties. Yeah, and there's a lot of strategy to it versus like side of the house. So I think they'll be smarter with like who do I think? Mm-hmm. Like they're just not gonna blindly be like, oh, I'm gonna pick the two people I hate the most. They're gonna just be more strategic with it. Yeah, so I think it should be interesting to watch. I always forget about those until they start doing them. And I'm like, oh, shit, this will be interesting. Yeah. It's normally like the ballerina spinny one and then some sort of question comp. Yeah. Not always like trivia, but it'll like show a little Watch a video. Yeah. Quick video. I like those ones a lot. I would suck at that. A couple things from feeds during the week that I just like didn't fit into this recap anywhere that I want to throw in here were high some sleeping positions in the HOH room. I don't know if you saw the tweet of like screenshots of him. Homie was having an exorcism. He was like head on the ground. He looked like he was doing a handstand at one point. He was like over the, there's like that little lounger thing at the end of the bed. I don't know what you call it, but he was like hanging off that. Diving? Oh yeah. Divin, divin, divin. I forget, we just Googled it the other day. D-I-V-A-N for anyone who's curious what the hell we're talking about. He was truly a contortionist, and it was scary. Yeah, as someone who sleeps weird, I don't judge. But the one where, like, his entire, like, shoulder was off the bed, I was like, okay, that's a little interesting. I'm like, how do you not feel that? It's just so bizarre. Then there was also a moment where Miss Felicia was asking Jared who he's dating. And he was like, oh, nobody. And she's like, so you're single and he was like yeah and she was like well did you break up with someone to come here and he like hesitated and she was like okay so that's a yes and he's like i didn't say that and she was like really prying trying to figure out like what his situation was meanwhile he's been like flirting all over with blue and throwing red flags left and right he has proven himself i think to be one of those boys we try to avoid on dating apps as a single girl um there was like a combo on feeds that he was trying to find out Blue's like body count, which I hate that phrase, but basically find if, trying to find out how many people she slept with and was saying that like he wouldn't want to be with somebody with a high body count. And it made me want to vomit in my mouth, but she handled it very well. And like bold of you to fucking ask that to someone in general, but like in that context, even more bold to do it in front of cameras. Like, even if she was willing to tell you, she's not going to do it in front of all of these fucking cameras. Like, what are you doing, bro? Leave her alone. Yeah, I think it's interesting that Suri had said, like, on a couple different occasions when I randomly had feeds on to multiple people, 
or no, it must have just been Izzy that she said it to twice because she's the only one. Um, but she said that he's a simp. So she either doesn't know what it means or she's not aware that he's like a like fully a fuck boy. Yeah. She there was literally a clip that I just saw right before we started recording where Izzy was saying something to her about Jared and Blue and she was like, No, fuck Blue. I'm his mama. I know. And I wanted to say, do you though? Because he's gonna embarrass you if they air you saying there's no way and then he's over here like following her around like a puppy dog telling her he can be good for her and that he'll be the best man she's ever known and all this weird shit yeah i don't like it i think she's just bored yeah so she's doing it and like good for her game to keep him like kind of wrapped around her finger a little bit um but it's funny because i think that he thinks that he's playing her in a way like oh yeah by flirting and like telling everyone else that he's not interested but really it's very clearly the other way around there was a clip of her where they were talking outside by the pool and he walked away and immediately she goes, he talks too damn much and like started like doing the little with her hand. Oh yeah, she'll be making thing. eyes at the camera while he's talking to her. So She's funny. She's aware. So funny. Gotta respect a girl fighting for her life in there. And then well, now we have some updates that are post-eviction. So if you don't want spoilers and there's some major spoilers... Now is the time to get the hell out of here. This one's not so much a spoiler, so you might want to stick around for this little part because it's kind of funny. Matt made a full-on shrine for Riley in the bathroom. He's been so upset. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) He has been so upset that she left and he was like crying and stuff. What's in there, a hairbrush? As far as I know, there are sunglasses and a few of her other things. Somebody said something about a Q-tip. I don't know if they were just like, saying that as a joke like that he would put a q-tip in there i didn't see a q-tip but all i saw were the sunglasses and um it was izzy siri and blue and no izzy siri in america in the bathroom and america was like yeah he's really upset he made a shrine blah blah and they were like but do we have to leave it there like the whole (laughs) like they, they were so funny about it i'll see if i could find the clip again but they were so shady and they were like, oh, but he's so sweet, but he's also, channeling his Gina Marie. It's been two weeks. Yeah. And like, I do feel bad for him when she was evicted and he was like torn up about it. I was like, oh, poor little Matt. Like he did get really close to her and he admitted to her, which they didn't show it in the episode, but he admitted to her that like he had a crush on her and that if he didn't tell her before she left, he would like feel bad i simply don't care and i just i don't think they had any chemistry (laughs) and now that i'm thinking about it more i'm glad she's gone because i don't i couldn't have handled any of it i didn't want to watch it i have zero interest yeah let's move on she showed no interest in him which made it funnier they both look like they there's not a thought between like in between either sets of eyes Uh and i can't imagine if i had had to watch more conversations with just the two of them like on the hammock or in the bathroom or something simply i'm blessed to not have to see that yeah so we'll see how long that shrine lasts but i was like geez he's really going through it he, he known this girl for two weeks and i get i get it two weeks in big brother time is a lot more in regular people time but let come on now get it together matt but now real spoilers but yeah real spoilers but like up. the hoh uh room music look they don't do anymore I guess before we get to who won HOH, 
kind of on the same vein as like the Matt stuff. America is slowly trying to take Riley's place, it seems like, which I think is smart for her with Matt, where she's like not in a showman's way, but she's like keeping him in the loop. I saw her pull him aside a couple times and be like, "Okay, this is like what's going on. This is what people were talking about. Like want to make sure you're, you know, in the loop on everything that's happening. They're also have nots together right now. So I think she's looking at that as an opportunity to kind of like build more of a connection with him because she's sort of on the outside of the Jag, Matt, Blue thing. And I think that's smart on her part. I'll, I guess we'll see how that relationship progresses as we go on. Um, yeah, I agree. I think she has a crush on him. I don't think Matt has a crush on her, but I guess we'll see. It could also just be strategy on her part. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to put in some kind of like grand music or like trumpets or something before I tell you who won HOH because I'm so thrilled. That Miss Felicia pulled out the win. And I have to say that this is not me underestimating Miss Felicia But we all know that, like, people have their strong suits. And if anyone was going to win a crapshoot competition, she's the type of person you want to see win it. Whereas, like, Mm -hmm. it's annoying if you go into a crapshoot competition. Obviously, Hysam couldn't play. But say you go into a crapshoot competition and Hysam wins it. You're like, well, what the fuck was this for? He's already won so many other things. Yeah, exactly. You assume Miss Felicia's probably not going to win, like, a super intense, like, strength-related competition. But this is something that gives people who are sort of underdogs in the competition side an opportunity. So I was very excited to see that she won. Yeah, I was really upset with how I found out because I was just scrolling. I wanted to avoid it because I was like, you know what? I might not watch feeds this weekend. I could live react on Sunday to who wins it, which would have been so much fun. Yeah, that would have been a good one to like see it in the moment. Right. But I was scrolling on TikTok and I've been like, seeing a lot of tiktok content that's big brother related and i've been engaging with it because sometimes it's thirst traps with like cody or rancy pants i was gonna say it wasn't just cody or (laughs) will or dan and dan is wild i know i wasn't (laughs) someone that's gonna be a joke it was so great because like one of the top comments was like not the catholic school teacher (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i even i forgot he was a teacher i did too um but so yeah i engaged in all that content and then i like to send it to brianna because i wanted to upset her and (laughs) as a result i shot myself in the foot because i was scrolling through and i saw miss felicia in her robe so i couldn't even pretend you know sometimes you can trick your brain it's like i didn't see that like it could have been something else yeah, you're like, like you never know it's her like kind of celebrating in the backyard or something you're know, like it could be sari that won it and she's uh-huh. just excited she was caught red robed i could see her right oh, in no. it <laughs> red robe i was upset about it yeah my i so i was gonna try to stay up to watch on feeds i don't know what time feeds came back on because i did not do that but the way that I found out was seeing maybe the best way to find out beyond seeing it in an episode was seeing a clip of Miss Felicia getting her seasoning from Mr. Big. If you have not seen the clip, you should go watch it. I 
assure you they will put it in the episode. They have to. If if there's any time to do a let's see my HOH room. And a montage of like all the requests she's been making. Exactly. Like you know they're gonna stitch together. I need this. I need this. And then her in the bedroom. I got my garlic salt. And everyone in the background celebrating. The delight in Jared's face when he sees some of the seasonings. I'm like what have you people been eating? I know. They were everybody was like thrilled miss felicia was over the moon it truly was the best way to find out that she won hoh i like to think about her husband seeing all of it and he's like probably so excited especially because like you if your family members are in the big brother house i'm sure you're like oh it's probably so stressful and they're missing us and they can't talk and like we can talk to each other about them um and then to get to see that and i mean she's been in good spirits the entire time so far some of Mm -hmm. them have already gotten kind of homesick uh, but to see her like reaction to her photos and her spices so she's good so cute i love her so much yeah she's a great cast um i also love that she calls big brother mr big and we have seen like certain casts like give different names like one season it was like the commander and then like there's the general skippy thing which i think is more of like production than mm-hmm. like actual big brother but i'm here for the mr b slash mr big i feel like at this point, if I went into the house, like, say I went into the house next season and I had to, like, refer to Big Brother as something, I think I would I would go to Mr. Big as, yeah. like, my favorite option. It's yeah. just so fun. I think naturally it's, like, most people would probably gravitate to the brother part and be, like, mm. little bro or big bro or something. Yeah. So to just cut it as Mr. Big has been good. And, and it reminds me of Sex in the City. I never watched it, so I don't get the. Uh, I the think comparison. one of the characters. I could be totally wrong. It's called Mr. Big. Yeah, that's funny. I wonder if she knows that. Like, I wonder if she, that's why she did it. Probably. I don't know the origin story of Felicia's Mr. Big. Yeah, I watched all of Sex and the City. I can't remember why they called him that. Like, I don't know if it was his actual name. I think it was kind of like the equivalent of like when you go on a date with someone and it's the you, size of his dick. You start calling <laughs> him like a random nickname. <laughs> I mean, it could be. Um. Also, the, the dichotomy of her... Great word. Love that word. Calling it... I, literally, when I said it, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to use it in the right context. Don't know, don't care. Putting it on my list of really great words. The dichotomy of her calling Mr. Big, Mr. Big, and everyone else calling her Miss Felicia. Love that. True. Love it. <laughs> I saw this on feeds today. Kind of unnecessary update, but it just really shows um the way that Bowie moves in the house and it's that she (laughs) all of a sudden yells oh my god nominations today meanwhile everyone in the living room had already had a conversation like five minutes prior oh hey did you know like we already knew noms were going to be today based on the prior weeks but hey did you see like the tv says it they're very chill about it Meanwhile, like five or 10 minutes later, Bowie comes out and thinks she has this major announcement for everyone. And she's just always a little bit behind the pack. I didn't see that. I did see when Felicia was having all of her meetings, Bowie just knock on the door and come in and ask if she can use the bathroom and then go, oh, like, are you having meetings? And they were like, no, you can pay. And she like goes like running towards the bathroom. I'm like, you. Yeah, she was talking. I think Felicia was talking to Blue and and Bowie was like, oh, close the door so I I can't hear anything. (laughs) And it's like, girl. What are you doing? And 
in any other scenario, the two people would stop talking and wait till she left mm-hmm. because it was fucking Bowie. They just kept talking. They yeah. didn't care. Even when she walked out to leave, they were still speaking about you know scenarios and working together or whatever and Bowie was like thanks and Felicia was like no prom like it was so weird good old Ruby I mean the way she moves oh yeah you have to explain that by the way I just think that our girl Bowie has bears a striking resemblance to Ruby Rose (laughs) Shauna made that comment last night when we were watching the episode (laughs) and I was like girl there is no way and then you saw Bowie again and you're like wait actually maybe not (laughs) strike that from the record (laughs) I think I just saw a woman with short hair <laughs> and was like you know who also had the short hair and everyone went crazy for ruby rose <laughs> yeah i was like there is no way i will let you get away with certain things that is not one of them that is a disservice to ruby rose um, you know what cameron and i have some things in common it's like <laughs> we just like to throw some some crazy things out there some and see what sticks crazy comparisons <laughs> um Another thing they'll probably show in the next episode as like, here's what you didn't see before Riley was evicted, um, was Jag doing, as Sari calls it, some shady stuff right before Riley the Riley vote. And what I gathered from what I saw of the conversations, it was that around 30 minutes before the eviction, he told certain people that the flip was back on and threw out names. I think Felicia and Suri might have been two of the names that he threw out saying like they're on our side now, like we have to vote to keep Riley when that was not the case. And like, I get it. Like you want to do everything you can to save your girl. But if you're going to do that, like you can't throw names out because it's going to get back to those people. I appreciate like the The effort. Yeah, like I appreciate and I always want something like that to work out because it would be just so fun to watch. Like, in the scenario where it's like try to get like two or three people to give you a sympathy vote and then like flip that way like those are fun to watch Mm -hmm. but it sounds like he just did it in like an ass backwards way and it rubs people the wrong way which Felicia seemed particularly upset by it and of course now she's in power so as she's making her nominations Jag's name is out there Cameron's name is out there Hysom's name is out there as a backdoor potential. Um, Blue's name has been thrown out here or there. It doesn't seem like she's going to go in that direction, but it's an option. Um, So, yeah, Jag, I think, kind of shot himself in the foot with that one. But hopefully he doesn't go because I I like Jag. I think he needs to rein it in a little bit and, like, solidify some more stable alliances now that Riley's gone because I think he put all all his eggs in her basket. I didn't like that. You can't see it, but I'm moving my eyebrows she up and down. Is. Um, not very well. <laughs> that's not how I meant it, so get your mind out of the gutter. This is a gross way to say it in general. <laughs> All the eggs in one basket. I agree, though. I like watching Jag. I want him to stick around. I think he's an idiot for trying that last-minute yeah. Hail Mary because I don't think they had the votes no matter what. If you had... Well, that's If the it thing. was like a split... Yeah, like you said, like if it was a split house, go for it um but you weren't gonna flip that many people right if you need one maybe two votes go for it be like hey listen and you and blue and matt we're all in like red we're all on the same page or something but you just screwed yourself yeah what's that phrase it's like a screwed the pooch no uh a wing and a prayer what is the first part of that thing a wish a wing and a prayer I can't remember what I'm trying to say. You lost me. I'm going to try to Google it later. Okay. Well, if anyone knows, tweet us. 
Uh, Hashtag uh, Oh Brother Podcast. Uh, something in a prayer. That, you Lay know what I'm talking about? That, that, like, there's like a phrase that's like a blank in a prayer. Maybe. It's not coming to mind for me. Well, I'm upset about that. <laughs> um, yeah, so tweet us if you know what the phrase is because we're struggling. I think that's pretty much it. There are some other stuff that have happened on feeds within like literally the last like couple hours, but I think we can save some of that for the next episode because I think it'll coincide with, you know, nominations and all that jazz. I also would like to say a massive thank you to Shauna for filling in for Christina for like legit the first like month of the podcast while she was It is called a wing and a prayer. A wing and a prayer. Well, I've never heard that phrase before. The Cambridge before. Dictionary. I'm trying a, to do a heart on a wing thank and you. a prayer. If you do something on a wing and a prayer, you do it hoping that you will succeed although you are not prepared enough for it. Okay, so well, there you what go. Were you, you, you were saying <laughs> Well, now I don't even want to say it anymore. No, I'm kidding. Yes, massive thank you to Shauna for filling in for Christina for the first month. She, I think, is back from her trip now. So she'll probably be back next week's episode. We shall see. So this is the equivalent to when you got like a free trial and they give you like the extra channels. It's like premium tier. Um, If you're not going to subscribe and share this and show it to your friends, you will be demoted. Yes, exactly. That's exactly how it Just kidding. I'm sure Christina is going to step into my shoes again quite nicely. (laughs) And Christina was very thankful, by the way. She sent me a voice note. I'll put like a little clip of it in here. But she's like, tell Sean I said thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Blah, blah, blah. Um, But she was busy gallivanting around Brazil. Didn't have time for any of us people back here on the Big Brother podcast. Um, But I'm sure we'll hear from Shauna again at some point this season. Because I love to pull in people as the season goes on for extra perspectives. And I love so. to challenge all of your opinions and tell you that you're wrong. So well, that's the thing. I, I feel like once Christina comes back, it's just going to be an echo chamber. But we'll see. I feel like we agreed on more stuff so far this season than in past seasons, though, I will say. This cast is like a good cast and that like even when you don't like people, you're kind of rooting for the chaos of it all. Mm-hmm. Versus yeah. in past seasons, it was very polarizing of like, no, I like this person. No, I like this person. Yeah, and you just liked really fucking annoying people. <laughs> um, well, I can say the same about you. AKA Taylor. Hater. She did win, so. Hey. I think that is all. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, would you like to do an apology to your brother for speaking about Oh, my the God. Podcast? No, because my mom will never listen to this far because she doesn't <laughs> listen to the spoiler piece, so I don't have to. Uh, but my brother did think that I would... Uh, because I said I thought he would cut me early on in the game if we played together, he said that means that I would have cut him because I'd be thinking like that, and he went down this whole, like, spiral. <laughs> okay, at this point in the game, who is your winner pick? I'm going to bring it back up at the end of the pod, and we'll have you react to. All right, for anyone listening, know that the next time I speak, it's going to be, like, a solid two minutes from right now because I'm going to have to think for a second. Should I play that um, Jeopardy music? Is it Jeopardy? Do, do, no, I like do, the HOH do, music. Do, do. I never get to hear Oh, anymore. shit. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I'll put that in here. Actually, you know what? I have a pretty quick pick. Okay, let's go. And I have my, like, I want it to happen. And my, I just think it would be really funny. I want Mimi to win. Mm-hmm. I think I would just enjoy seeing Corey win. Yeah, I would too. Because it would be so f- the du- the duality, the dichotomy, <laughs> the juxtaposition of uh, yes, his brother <laughs> Webster, who um, of uh, 
Zach going first and him staying till the end. That would, would be enjoy fuck. that. I didn't even think of that. That would be so hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and then Andy could be the youngest winner. It would serve Zach's purpose of getting on another show. Because he has said something on Twitter <laughs> that he was like, oh, the only reason I encouraged Corey to do this is so that I can get on The Amazing Race or like another show with him. Oh my God, the two of them. Would be so fun to watch. Living for it. But yeah, so my, my pick is Mimi at this point. There are a lot of people that I would enjoy seeing win and very few that I would care if they won. Mm-hmm. But as much as I love Izzy. I, I don't think she has it in her. Yeah, I don't think she has it in her. And I just think like Mimi's got a good head on her shoulders. Yeah. And it would be funny to see. I want to say Suri, but I also don't because I feel like that's like the obvious thing to say. And I also think that it's unfair. She's also really playing a and I'm probably a lot of people are going to hate me for this, but I feel like there's only like one person still listening at this point. So it's fine. She's not doing a good job at switching from survivor mode to big brother mode. I think she's having a lot of trouble with the downtime. And I'm not saying she's playing a bad game. I think right now she's in a good spot. But like the whole flipping on high something, I don't think ever would have happened if she was playing Survivor. I think she would have been a little bit more level-headed because there's less downtime in between. Mm -hmm. And there's less like, like she said before in clips, like on Survivor, I could just go to the beach and hang out for three hours and not have to see anyone. Whereas in the Big Brother house, everyone's always in your face. And I think she's struggling with that. So I don't know. Long term, maybe as there's less people, she'll get better. But I just don't think she's in the big brother mindset right now. So that's why I kind of would say maybe not her. Thanks for not answering the question. I know. I can't think. You said you were going to take forever. And now I'm like (laughs) racking my brain. I want to say America because I like her. But I think she's in a bad spot right now. So unless she can like form some, some good relationships... Yeah, wouldn't be mad, but wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. It's cool to see a super fan win. Yeah. You got Izzy, you got Heisen. I'm going got, Miss Felicia yeah, all the way. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm surprised you didn't I'm, Yeah, Felicia. I'm going Miss Felicia all the way. I think she's got a good team behind her right now. I think she's definitely going to make it to jury. I could see her making it to top three for sure, where she sits at the moment. I think at the end, what she's going to struggle with potentially would be some of those competitions. But I think if she, beyond this HOH, keeps a lower profile and doesn't win as much stuff, she could get taken to final two and then potentially win. So I'm going to go Miss Felicia for winner as like who I think has a shot slash who I would want. Um, Funniest win would be Bowie. Funniest would be Bowie for sure. Corey is also just hilarious. Um yeah, I think those two are, like, the most just out-of-pocket, like, you'd never expect. Actually, I shouldn't say that about Corey. I think Corey could have – has potential to make it to the end. Bowie, you would be like, what the fuck? Jared, no chance he makes it that far. I don't even want him to make it to jury. I would like him to be out right now. Honestly, and – He also just sleeps in the house. I, like, wish I liked him, but at this point, I think he's – and this is bold because I dislike a few other people. I think he's my least favorite. He's not very good at Big Brother. He's kind of boring in the house. I don't like the way he speaks to Blue. Like, I don't Cameron, know. I'm just I'd not a fan. Yeah, Cameron I don't like either. But he's. I think he has a better game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, not a big fan of Jared. He reminds me of um, Derek F. In terms of like always sleeping. Just kind of has like a 
sour attitude sometimes where I'm like, oh and at my least God, Derek I'm F was like down. funny and like fun. To yeah, watch. like I liked watching Derek F. Jared just, just like, like in the house. He's boring and like, yeah, he. I don't know. I really wish I liked him. I hope we get to see Siri cut him loose. But it'd be so funny if he yeah. went out on her HOH. <laughs> It's like um, Tiffany taking out Claire on her HOH. I think that's where we'll leave it. So I'll catch you next time with Christina back from her world travels. Shauna, do you have any parting words? Can you just put a clip of um, Porky Pig saying that's all, folks? You got it. That's all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed. To join in on the discussion, use the hashtag #OBrotherPodcast on social media, and you can find me at It's Me Breely everywhere. And you can find me at Christina Jascott. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. See you later.